When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Preview Day at the 2023 United States Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts and this week Formula One returns to Austin, Texas for the second of three trips to the United States this year. When Miami and later this season Las Vegas joined the F1 calendar, there were concerns that F1's hard established race in Texas was set to be left by the roadside, condemned for being less glamorous, more understated. But F1's largest ever three-day crowd last year sought to disprove that theory. Austin has turned itself into the home of F1 in the United States. It's the nation's only F1 race on a permanent circuit, and what a circuit. A perennial driver's favourite, the elevation changes and corner combinations make this a genuinely great racetrack. The sport returns to Texas with both titles already sewn up, but with Sergio Perez under potentially catastrophic threat of losing second place to Lewis Hamilton, who has a successful track record here. Daniel Ricciardo is also back in the cockpit for the final five races at Alpha Tauri with a view to moving up to Perez's Red Bull seat at some point. For the latest word in the paddock, let's hear now from your host in Austin all this weekend, it's Julianne Serasoli. Howdy from Austin, where we had a Thursday full of cowboy boots in the paddock and some tense faces at Rebel, believe me or not. But let's start with the cowboys, shall we? F1 really loves coming to Austin. This is true. It's not only drivers saying, I really love being here. And it's funny because I remember there was a lot of criticism when Bernie Eccleston, the old Bernie Eccleston, announced the idea of racing in Texas. I have been coming to this race every year since 2015 and I think it's fair to say that first F1 fell in love with Austin and then the city fell in love with F1. Ricardo, of course, was one of the drivers who turned up in cowboy boots. He loves being here, even more so this year, coming back after four Grand Prix away or well. Four or five, if you count the Dutch Grand Prix, where he hurt his hand. He explained it took so long because there was a lot of swelling after the surgery, which kept him away from proper training and would also reappear after a few laps in the sim. But now he's 100% and hopes to do well with the now upgraded Alpha Tauri. Daniel was absolutely in his element with the boots, so maybe he should share some tips with Joe, who said he was definitely struggling. He said he had to wear two socks and still it was hurting too much. He doesn't know how people wear these boots all the time, so well again, ask Daniel for some nicer boots maybe, or some advice on what to do. His teammate Valtteri Bottas was also dressed as a cowboy, while Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz were trying to lasso an ox head. Is that how you say it? I'm not sure. I'm sorry, I'm a city girl here. I'm as lost in this subject, especially as Leclerc was. Leclerc was looking all serious with his fake moustache. 
and telling Carlos, oh my God, this is really hard, it's really hard to do it. If I can explain better what they were doing, there was a, a fake animal head on the floor and they had a rope and were trying to throw the, the rope around the head, okay? Anyway, very complicated for me to explain and for the Ferrari drivers to accomplish their mission. Drew Barrymore was also around as Red Bull's guest. She looked like she was having lots of fun. She was dressed as a mechanic, doing some pit stops as well. Although I'm not sure she could help Red Bull to get the all-time pit stop record back from McLaren. They lost this title, this record in the last Grand Prix in Qatar. But I'm sure this is not the Red Bull news you want to hear, right? It was tense out there. I can say that Red Bull's PR worked a lot today. I haven't spotted Marco today, but I did spot Christian Horner and also Jos Verstappen, who I don't often see in the paddock on Thursdays. He joked with me saying the rumors were started in the Brazilian media, so in other words, by me. But I said, no, not this time, Jos. It wasn't me. And of course, he knows it. Plus, I don't think they are just rumors. So Horner seems to want to get rid of Marco, who was put in his position by Mateschitz. Mateschitz, who you remember, died a year ago. He was here in Austin uh, when he died. It was during the Austin Grand Prix last year that he died. He made sure, so Christian made sure some information about the new management wanting to let Marco go, which, by the way, doesn't seem to be the truth, but he made sure this information was passed to the British media. That didn't go down well, of course, and it doesn't stop there. Max Verstappen has stayed on Marco's side. There was a story on the internet about him threatening to leave Red Bull. That I cannot confirm. I don't think he went that far, but he did support Marco internally. It's amazing how Red Bull can be in this situation, even though they are winning everything and could be winning everything for a while. Yes, I know people who deal with Marco all the time and they say he has lost his filters. He says whatever comes to his mind without thinking about the consequences. Yes, that is true. But this is also a power fight. Horner, he never had the same type of control that, let's say, Toto has a Mercedes because of Marco, because Marco is there. So it's a big, big story to follow, especially in these three very intense weekends starting here in Austin. By the way, three weekends that another character in this story, Checo Perez, said they are going to be very, very important for his year and maybe his future. There was also a lot of talk about the GPDA letter to the FIA. So the GPDA is the Drivers' Association, Grand Prix Drivers' Association, asking for measures to stop the whole Qatar scenario from happening again with the, the heat, humidity and all that. And also asking for a better solution for track limits. I think we're all doing that internally. Drivers are asking to have a sensor in the car and that sensor will stop the race if the cockpit temperatures go above uh, 50 degrees and they are not sharing with us 
but they say they have ideas for the track limits drama. By the way, we should be heading for another weekend with many deleted laps. And let's remember it's a sprint weekend, so two qualifiers, and that makes it even harder to keep the car at the track. They usually struggle more in qualifying than in the race. On this topic, Alex Albon had a very good explanation. He compared trying to keep the car between the white lines in F1 with trying to follow the lines on a motorway with the inclined head. Well, you can try that and let me know how it went, but just try it when the road is empty, please. But drivers never agree with anything. And that is also true about those two topics. Lewis Hamilton didn't race in Qatar as he crashed out in the first corner, but he doesn't understand the complaints about the heat. He remember the races in Malaysia, saying it was even harder to race there. And he said you'll never hear an athlete complaining about the marathon length, for example. But I have to say he was missing the point a little bit. Drivers suffered not because of lack of training, which he implied, but due to dehydration. When you run the marathon, you have drink stations. If you can't get to the end, like he said, it means you have to train harder. That's in a marathon. But training harder wouldn't make the Qatar race easier for anyone. Hamilton also disagrees with other drivers about track limits. His point is, it should be difficult. Racing in the heat is extreme. Cool, that's how it should be. Staying inside the track with not very good visibility and with very fine margins, it's F1 and it has to be difficult. And I guess we can all agree with that. Lewis was on fire during his interview, by the way. He was asked if he liked the track because he was fast in Austin or if he was fast because he liked the track. And he said, I'm fast and stopped and smiled. Well, Mercedes have a, an updated floor for this weekend, focusing more on trying to make sure they follow the right path in 2024, but also with some expected gains in performance. Not a lot, but a little bit of gain. By the way, Aston Martin will also have new parts, also thinking about the 2024 development, but nothing close to what Haas is bringing. It's a whole new package, and Albon said he expects Haas to be quicker than Williams in these last five races, so let's see. Maybe they could have a, a difficult weekend here, because it's a sprint weekend with only one free practice, but they are looking much more like a rebel than a Ferrari now, and we know that's good news for them. Speaking about Albon, just a funny fact to finish it off, he was asked about the golf tournament he's doing with Norris, Gasly, and Sainz, and some PGA players just before Vegas. If you haven't heard about it, it's going live on Netflix. So he said he had no idea of how big this would be, otherwise he wouldn't have accepted the invitation. He is still a terrible golfer, even having a relationship for a while with a professional golfer, and he's bracing himself for a very long and difficult day. Poor Alex, but now I think we're all going to have to watch it, right? So that's it from the Paddock Roundup this Thursday in Austin. It is Austin, so I will enjoy some live music as you do here. And by the way, there was even live music on uh, at the airport this time. This is Austin. It's the Austin vibe that we all like so much here in F1. 
Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in Texas all this weekend, bringing us the latest from the Austin paddock. Make sure you don't miss an update from the United States Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.